I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Angela Rosserman, and you're listening to a very special nighttime edition of Come On, Come Out, a podcast which is a radio show that's broadcast from the internet as opposed to AM, FM, or satellite radio, where real lesbians tell their real coming up stories. Tonight is a special episode. It's midnight and it's raining. No producer, no mom in the building even, totally alone. We are joined by our beautiful guest who is an (laughs) SNL writer and a comedian, Sam J. Hi, what's up, guys? (laughs) It's so weird to call you Sam J. (laughs) Is it? I'm just so used to calling you Samantha. Yeah, that's my name. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I can't believe you're doing comedy that kills me because when we were together I feel like I would say like the funniest things all the time and you were like very like serious like bookworm mm. yeah um yeah full disclosure uh. listener me and Sam or Samantha as I knew her uh <laughs> we were an item for a while uh I guess I, I, I mean mm-hmm. okay Okay, okay, so uh, the podcast thing, I'm supposed to, you know, ask you coming out stories. So where did you come from and, you know, Um, that whole thing? I'm from Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, obviously, I already know a lot about you because of our connection, but, you know, for the listener. So you just want me to tell a story about me coming out? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really... I think I had to come out per se, you know, I just uh, kind of started living out and people just started noticing, you know, I cut my hair and I just came home one day, one day with really short hair and a girlfriend and they were just kind of like, okay, I guess this is what you're doing now. I think the fact that like my mom passed away when I was younger and, and stuff like that kind of allowed me to be a little bit freer about it. I was less, you know, worried about a coming out process because I didn't really feel like I had anyone to come out to mm-hmm. per se. So who did you bring the girlfriend home to? Uh, my aunt and uh, my grandma. It was like a family like barbecue or, or something. They were naturally a little weirded out, not yeah. uh, but still nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they weren't mean to anyone or cold, but I think it was just, oh, this is something that we didn't expect and something different. It didn't feel like shame. It just felt like them kind of trying to adjust to something. Do you remember when um, when we used to watch Degrassi together, just like binge episodes, and there's that episode where Marco comes out as gay? I, I yeah, I remember that episode. Good episode, funny. Yeah, and, yeah. We used to watch that show just like for hours, and we would like just like laugh at everything happening on it. And it was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> At what age did you sort of, I guess, realize that you were 
gay or figuring that out? I guess, I guess the what I realized I was gay uh, when I first made out with a girl. I think I, I knew I was curious up until that moment. What were the circumstances that you were making out with a girl? <laughs> the circumstances that all, all people kind of end up making out, you know, just mutual attraction. I believe we were on her couch. I don't remember 100%. How was that? Uh, it was great. I mean, it felt right. It felt like everything was lined up. It finally, it all made sense. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like all those things that people say you're supposed to feel when you kiss somebody. I I never felt them kissing a dude. And I felt all those things I thought were just like fake made up things. When you were like a little kid, did you have any crushes on like, you know, like girls at school or, you know? Yeah, now that I look back, I'm like, oh, I had all these crushes on like teachers and like, girls in my class that I was, like, trying to color perfect pictures for oh, and just, like... yeah, you were always drawing. Man, I, I remember Mrs. Uh, Stanziani. She was a tall Italian lady mm-hmm. who used to wear tennis skirts every Wednesday because she played tennis with her fiancé. She just had, like, olive skin and long, long dark hair, uh, long legs. Did you have crushes on anyone that maybe, you know, maybe didn't have olive skin, maybe had, you know, pale skin and maybe instead of dark hair had... You know, blonde hair, just just for instance. Nah, not really my type. Oh, okay. Was I your first girlfriend? I don't know if we were girlfriends. I mean, from what I can remember, we dated for a couple of weeks, and then it kind of just fizzled out. That is so you. What are you talking about? You don't need to repress this anymore. Repress what? It's so crazy how these passionate experiences, like, everyone, like, remembers them, like, slightly differently. What was, like, your favorite time of our time together? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I guess the times we laughed. Mm, yes. <laughs> Anyways, Samantha, um, I mean, elephant in the room, what happened? To what? I mean, after we broke up, it was just radio silence from you and the change in your name, moving away. You didn't have to do all that just because we broke up. No, I didn't change my name because we broke up. I changed my name because it just rolled off the tongue a little easier than Samantha Johnson. Well, I wanted something catchy. It just felt like Sam J just kind of, like, flies out, so. Are you worried that Valerie is going to get jealous or something? No. How much do you think about me? And be honest. This is just a little unsettling. I, I'd rather just stick to, like, the topic that I came to You know what I discuss. did? I went to your aunt's office to look for you. Wait. So you were the blonde girl that she kept saying was just sitting in the lobby? Yes. Staring at her? Yes. And other stuff. I was so also reading magazines. There was this picture of the two of you on the wall. And I mean, I just thought maybe you would come in sometime. Well, I really need to get out of here. What happened? What were you feeling? What did I do wrong? Like, uh, like paint a picture. I mean, it's a little foggy, but if I remember, you know, you were a, a little flaky. You know, you'd... you'd be with me one minute, and then it was too much for you the next minute. I, I just think you were, you know, kind of new to coming out. And uh, I was at that punk concert, and you didn't show up. And then after that, it was just kind of like we stopped talking. It's an Arcade Fire concert. Uh, how long is this supposed to be? 
if I went to the Arcade Fire concert, would we still be together? That's pretty late. And uh, if you don't have anything else to ask me about coming out, well, then I, I kind of do need to get out of here. I have other appointments. Just one last thing. It's important for the show. I, I need you to get in the closet. It's called A Second Coming Out. And it's, it's a symbolic act where the guest goes into the closet and they close the door. Then they open the door and come out a second time. Is that it? Fine, this closet? Yes. All right. We need to talk about some things. Let me out! Come On, Come Out was written and directed by Stuart Thorndike, produced by Julia Botero and Crystal Duhame. Editing by Crystal Duhame. Sound design and mix by Great City Post. Original music by Jason Faulkner. Special thanks to Ingrid Youngerman, Sherry Wolf, Mary Houlihan, Gabby Hoffman, Sam Jay, Anna Gasteyer, June Russell, and Diane Russo. All episodes recorded at Great City Post. Come On, Come Out is a production of Refinery29, Ditmas Park Productions, and Distillery92, who do not influence or endorse the content of this production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.